In the last five years, almost four million Americans have lost their homes to foreclosure, with many others on the brink. Some have made intentional decisions to just walk away. Was that wise? InfoTrack's Roy Mackey is here to find out. Roy? Thanks, Chris. Steve Chalky is Group Vice President of TransUnion's Financial Services Business Unit, and they recently took a look at the two kinds of foreclosures, those who tried to hang on, keep juggling their mortgage and other delinquent accounts, and the other group that just handed over the keys and let the bank try to sell it while they kept up their other payments. So, Steve, which group was the smart one? Well, it's really hard to say who was smart or wasn't smart. Really, it's a personal decision around what they need to do relative to their own finances. What we did was we actually looked at people with similar credit scores after the fact. Everyone in this study wound up defaulting on their house. That said, some people defaulted just on their mortgage, and others defaulted on their mortgage and other loans, credit cards, auto, etc. We looked at the people who defaulted on just their mortgage and compared them to the others. And even when we looked at people with the same risk score after the fact, those who defaulted on their mortgage outperformed their brethren who defaulted on multiple things. Why do you think that is? Well, there are a variety of reasons why that may be the case. People in this economy were affected by the recession differently than they have been in the past. People have kind of changed their hierarchy of payments. In the past, if you could only afford one thing, usually you kept your mortgage and defaulted on something else, your credit card, your auto, whatever it was. Today, however, many people find that they don't have any equity in their mortgages. So they're choosing to default on those and preserve their auto, which they need to get to work, or their credit card, which they need for liquidity and so on. So when you see people who are willing to make that decision to preserve something else, you find that they probably could afford only one item and not many. However, people who were delinquent on multiple items, they couldn't afford anything, and they found themselves in a bad situation in general, and it kind of went bad on all of them. If you're looking at these two groups of people, if you look further down the road, maybe five years down the road, probably these strategic defaulters maybe will be better off in terms of their credit score further down the road than the others. We did look at this, and we saw that the people who were mortgage-only defaulters actually saw faster improvement in their credit scores over time than those who defaulted on their mortgage and other things, even when they started at the same credit score. We did another part of this study around liquidity and looking at the reasons why people walked away from their mortgages. And what we found was, for most of these people, they're walking away from their mortgage not because they're choosing to not pay it. It's because they simply don't have enough money to pay all their loans, and they have to pick one loan to not pay. And in the past, they would have picked a credit card or an auto to not pay and held onto their mortgage because they were trying to protect that equity. But now they find themselves in a situation where maybe they can't afford everything. Maybe their hours were cut back. Maybe their spouse lost their job. Maybe the economy is taking a toll on them in a different way. But the choice they're making when they can only afford to not pay one item is to not pay the mortgage. And that's been a shift from the past. People said, hey, look, a lot of these folks are sitting there living in their houses for free for an extended period of time while they're being foreclosed on but not paying their uh, paying their mortgage. So they have all this extra money coming in. So while they're sitting there living for free, they actually look better than they actually are. And then once they're kind of pushed out of their house, they should then see a decline in their performance and then an increase in their delinquencies on other loans. The key to that study was that we found that that wasn't the case. Actually, it's quite the opposite. As soon as you default on your mortgage, that's kind of the worst that you are. And the further you get away from that event, the better you get, which goes to show that most of these people are actually not choosing to default on their mortgage, but most of the people actually can't afford it. And what they're doing is they're kind of writing their ship by defaulting and then working through the process to improve their credit again. Do we have any kind of handle on how difficult it is or perhaps how much time has to pass before either one of these groups can get affordable credit again? 
Both of these groups are now subprime as a result of not paying one of their debts or multiple debts. The thing we did find was that the mortgage-only people will recover quicker than those who are mortgaged in other things. The speed of that recovery will really depend on the lenders. There may be lenders who are willing to lend to them now. As a matter of fact, all these people did get a loan. That was how we were able to track their future performance. Out of a sample of 5 million people, we found 130,000 of them have already gotten credit since the default. And yes, generally less than two years. Steve, based on what you've learned in this study, do you have any words of wisdom for people who may be having difficulty paying their mortgage right now? I think the most important thing to remember is if you ever have difficulty paying any of your debts, including a mortgage, it's important to talk to your lender as early as possible and try to work your way through the situation. I think the best advice anyone can have is to contact your lender early if you find yourself in trouble. Don't wait till the last minute because it gets much harder to resolve it later. Steve Chalky, Group Vice President in TransUnion's Financial Services Business Unit. Thank you very much for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you for having me on your show. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. That'll do it for this edition of InfoTrack. Visit us online at TalkZone.com. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting. Internet services by Pair.com. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for another edition of InfoTrack. <laughs>